0: Tork, Bajir, and Taxons, if you managed to find some earbuds, welcome to the Wonder Year. Froyer and rereading and possibly rewatching needs. I'm Sarah.
1: I'm Blair. And we are down one this week, but <laughs> it happens to uh, the Sa- best Seda, of us. Seda
0: is engaged in, uh, in, in warfare with the here Army right now. Uh, mm-hmm. We are wishing them the best.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We, had to, we had to leave one behind from our two-week <laughs> Um, yeah. <laughs> just, just to man battle stations. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um. So what is what have you been up to? in this. I went past... to Canada. That's right. Why did I? I went to us? Canada for a whole because last week for
0: girlfriend <laughs> time.
1: Yeah. How was Canada?
0: It was gorgeous. I don't know if you've ever been to British Columbia, but it's like literally the prettiest place I've ever been in my life.
1: Yeah, I've never been on the Pacific Northwest at all, so
0: it's fucking unreal we had like the day that i came in was like perfect because it was like all rainy and shit and like full of fog and like the mountaintops were just like encased in fog and like just these massive like tree then every day after that was like not a cloud in the sky like 70 80 degrees which like i don't normally fuck with heat but i was fucking with it pretty hard then
1: yeah yeah
0: and I, I'm, starting re- like I'm starting. That. I'm starting to realize that I. I wonder if the reason that I never fucked with heat with that I never like fucked with warm weather before is because I had no clothing that I could that I felt comfortable in that I could wear. Like I couldn't wear jeans and a hoodie and look like gender ambiguous in the summer.
1: Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I had to show. Off, I had
0: to show. Off, I had to show off my gay little legs uh, every <laughs> summer.
1: Uh. <laughs> Yes, I'm actually really excited for shorts. Well, it's already short season. I've already gotten severely sunburnt once this summer. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, Well, not severely, but more sunburnt than I've been probably since I was a child, you know? When, yeah. When you're like eight and you get sunburnt like five times every summer. Um, I was not even an outdoor kid, and that was just my, like, it just happens. <laughs> mm-hmm. But then I, I, I stayed out in the sun for like 20 minutes... And then I got back inside, and I was like, "Oh no, this is feels a little bit more intense than it typically does." Uh, so that was fun. It's 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 summer, baby.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, I saw John Wick three.
1: Oh, I want to see it so bad. How was it?
0: It was good. Um, I need to see it again before I decide if I like it more than two. Mmm. Because my rank, my ranking right now is I really don't know where my ranking is because like my, my I liked two more than one and i do not i just have i really am having a hard time clocking where three slots in at all i don't know if i like three the most or three i think like on a gut check i think it's like kind of battling with two in my mind sure um i just need to see it again to decide which which end of that it 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 ends up on inside of you there are two keanu reeves movies (laughs) one is john wick chapter two one is john wick chapter three parabellum you are gay
1: I actually think I've only ever seen the first John Wick, now that I'm thinking about it.
0: You so, should watch John Wick 2. John Wick 2 has... I love the villain of John Wick 2 so much.
1: I, I mean, I love the first one, so I, I know in my heart that I have to see the second one, but I just am realizing right now that I'm like, oh, I just kind of assumed that I saw it, but I didn't actually.
0: <laughs> it does, unfortunately, feature Ruby Rose.
1: i You know what? I'm, I've made more severe actor... Um, sacrifices
0: than that, right? Like, not that like Ruby Rose is anything like problematic or anything. She's just a bad actress.
1: <laughs> Half of what I mean as well.
0: <laughs> yeah, like she she doesn't have any speaking roles in the movie. She plays a she plays a deaf person, uh, so sure. she's all doing sign language. Sure. But um, they like she doesn't even do sign language particularly well. Like it's like extremely according to the people uh, according to people who like actually like. Who are actually deaf and like use ASL in the day-to-day, her sign language was extremely stilted. Oh god. And like knowing that, watching it a second time, I I kind of realized it would just it just kind of looked like an anima It, it kind of looked like an animatronic. Like, this motherfucker is on a log flume at Disney World, like just telling John Wick to say to that like hello.
1: I think Ruby Rose is an android.
0: I that don't... would not surprise <laughs>
1: I think we're slowly being replaced, but starting in Hollywood and with androids.
0: It start. It starts with Ruby Rose, or is there like it's another start, one you think?
1: Um, no. I who think are some other
0: extremely wooden actors who kept getting who keep getting roles?
1: <laughs> well, I think. Um, johnny depp is has been been slowly being transformed cyborg like into an android over the years oh yeah,
0: yeah yeah like like pirates of the caribbean one he was like six percent robot and by pirates of the caribbean four on stranger tides he was like at least 80 percent
1: yeah he's uh... <laughs> like
0: at at this i i feel like he's rapidly accelerated to the point where the only thing left of him that's human will be his brain and his brain yeah <laughs> yeah Mm-hmm. You know, like his dick.
1: Oh yeah, uh huh. That's what I figured you meant.
0: Um, <laughs> well, you just... couldn't tell if I meant that or if I just said brain twice.
1: Well, I figured you meant it. It's just through it threw me because I had never heard it phrased as such before. Mm-hmm. But I, but I totally understand. But
0: well, you've never heard. You've never heard. You've never heard dick refer, referred to as brain. No. You've listened, to, you've listened to every episode of My Brother, My Brother, and Me, and you've never heard them say Hanging Brain? Have they? They say it a lot. I I don't. say... Blair, we have been friends for like six years, and I say that a lot. I feel like I'm being gaslit right now. <laughs> no, I say Hanging Brain all the time. Like, I've even taken... I've even gone to the point where I start to refer to, like, titties as, like, Top Brain.
1: Um... If you would said like if it before, I, If I ever walk
0: out of the sho- if I ever walk out of the shower with like, uh, it, it's uh, if I ever walk out of the shower with the towel that's uh, only big enough to cover my downstairs, I'm hanging top brain.
1: Um, I feel like I'm going crazy. I have like no. <laughs> this is like because like I understand it. Like I understand it.
0: Like you've heard dome, right?
1: Not refer, not used to refer to like dick and balls.
0: Yeah, true. Dome is more like head.
1: Actual head. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I... <laughs> uh, speaking of brains and penises uh, and other mutations, um, we, we read...
0: We read book... an Animorphs book this week.
1: <laughs> we sure did. Book, let's see, uh, 36, uh, which is a Jake book. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, missed, I missed him being our narrator. I, to be honest, because uh, I feel like he's grown a lot since the last time he was a narrator. You know what uh-huh. I mean? Uh, uh, so it's the mutation, and um, we are basically th- thrown into the plot, I think, way faster than... it. I mean, almost always we're thrown into plots quite, quite quite quickly, but I feel like there's almost no like there's usually a moment of reconvening but we are just thrust directly into it yeah
0: this one Uh, like opens this this one opens with like cassie calling jake at 3 a.m and it's like hey Hmm. did you do homework
1: yeah Uh, she said something to the effect of uh uh are you sleeping well and she's like uh no i'm counting sheep or whatever uh i I guess as a sort of code word yeah Um, it's good (laughs) It's, 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 I, it's still an, ex- if they're being monitored, it's still an extremely odd conversation to have, but as we, as we know routinely, um, despite being inside of human brains all the times, the Yorks don't really understand humans that well, <laughs> so they could very no. well just be like, seems normal to me. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh. <laughs> it's, it's a very, it's a very surface level reading of the text. Like, to them, the curtains are blue, because yeah. they're blue. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Totally,
0: um, and we get the, I, I, so full disclosure, um, we, well, Blair read this book two weeks ago cause we were going to do an episode and then I got way too depressed to do it, to do an episode. Mm-hmm, <laughs> so mm-hmm. we rescheduled, um, mm-hmm. Blair read the book and I read like the first nine chapters before I was like, oh, I am way too depressed to do anything like this tonight. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, so Blair has not read the book since then
1: you, you skimmed it. I skimmed it. Uh, I took some notes on the first half of the book while I was on my 30-minute break at work. Um, just like, oh, yep, that happens, and then that happens, and then that happens. Just to re-familiarize myself with the basic trajectory of this plot. Yeah, the, um,
0: core, the core tenets of the plot.
1: Yes, yes. Because uh, it's got some wild, nasty details, <laughs> but we will get oh, into it. Oh, yes. Uh, yes. it does. So, so uh, Jake turns into a peregrine falcon, or osprey a bird uh uh zooms over to the uh wildlife rehabilitation center and and axe calls him
0: prince and jake jake specifically mentions that he feels a swell of pride when this happens
1: okay that was like the biggest thing because i because i had been noticing between the last time he was narrator and now that like he wouldn't he hadn't been telling axe not to call him Prince, like mm-hmm. at all and i was like oh that's interesting and then like him i was wondering is like oh is this just like the these the writers not you know following patterns or whatever but it, it's actually you know I'm, they're actually following works, so...
0: patterns but it's different patterns
1: right right it's just i i think are in motion i i kind of um i can I, I consume a fair amount of bad media for fun uh yeah so... I, I
0: i do too resident game of thrones watcher here
1: <laughs> so i kind of uh i kind of part of me was like oh well it'd be interesting if it had meaning behind it but it's probably just an accident just so to see that it's actually deliberate and to be mentioned in like the interiority of
0: the text uh, yeah.
1: is like it's just you know it's very validating i'm like oh you yeah. give a shit about the 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 finer details of your characters
0: <laughs> yeah it's good
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we love to see it we we do love to see oh. it it's good to see
0: <laughs> sorry if I keep like muttering holy fucking holy shit under my desk uh, full disclosure again I have ants
1: yes um, you're being swarmed by your own yeah they're trying to crawl me. over
0: my keyboard they're trying to crawl all over my keyboard and I don't like it
1: um, they're, they're trying to get your government secrets
0: yeah my government secrets <laughs> good luck asshole you're gonna have to wait through 32 gigs of porn first
1: oh my god <laughs> I was
0: just like, kidding. I'd live in a digital age. I don't save my porn.
1: Right. First of all. Second of I all I used to on
0: my old I used to on my old laptop, which uh well it's the thing is that like it just won't turn on anymore, but like the parts of it are still good. But mm-hmm. also like I need to just like take a magnet to that hard drive.
1: Or you need to deeply uncover but only for your eyes. And then and then take a magnet to <laughs> it.
0: Right, but, like, I'm saying, I'm saying that, like, it, the, the thing won't even turn, the thing, like, the power button is broken on the thing, so, like, I have no idea how to, like, make it work again.
1: Interesting.
0: <laughs> so, my, I, I just, like, I, a friend of mine, a friend of mine, like, could use some of the parts, and I'm like, yeah, sure, um, can you just, like, wipe that hard drive? And she's like, yeah, 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 I got you I got you.
1: Oh, my God, it's stuck in purg, like, that purg, porn purgatory. purgatory. <laughs> porn purgatory. Um, oh, that's a uh, mess. Mm-
0: let me see if I can... Hold on, let me... Um,
1: what are you doing? Are you trying to channel your porn?
0: No, I'm trying to think of a portmanteau.
1: Um, well, I think it's going to sound too much like pornography, is the thing. Purga porny Mmm.
0: Yeah, I, I said porngatori already, but I didn't quite like it. It sounds like a, a forgotten, like, sixth series of the Monogatari... <laughs>
1: Oh, forgotten for a reason.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's just literally all the toothbrush scene back to back to back to back no!
1: to back. No! <laughs> no! Oh no, my life is a nightmare. Uh, because yeah, of you! But, uh, uh, and,
0: yeah, but I mean, that's been a known quantity for multiple years.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and because of anime. That's. <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah, you're, um, you're into anime now, huh?
1: I'm getting back into it. Uh, I obviously have been watching Mob Psycho 100 over and over and over again at infin- Infinitum. And I wa- just recently watched Girls Last Tour, which fucks super hard. And I've been re-watching Full Metal, Bro- uh, Full Metal Brother Alchemist. Full Metal Alchemist Brother.
0: <laughs> Full Tummy Alchemist. Um. <laughs> Fucking yeah, Brotherhood's great. Uh, I have some gripes about Brotherhood that I won't really get into here because it's long. But um, if you ever need an anime recommend, Girls' Last Tour. I, I that sounds like a very like depressing, cute girls doing cute things anime. From what I've it's read, about it's not as it.
1: depressing. It's like depressing in a really like warm like. Uh, there's like you you feel sad because you believe in the humanity of these people and they just like experience joy so much in this like broken world, but it's just like so pure. It's, it's a, it's a really, it's very optimistic, but also very, um, heavy.
0: Yeah. Everything is Um,
1: a lot more dire.
0: (laughs) Yeah. If you, if you, if you, uh, if you like cute girls doing cute things, animes without the, without the stakes, and it's just like them doing cute shit and it's funny. Mm-hmm. Um, I cannot recommend uh, a place further than the universe enough. I have spoken oh. about it at great lengths on my Twitter. It's about four girls who go to Antarctica.
1: Oh, cool, cool. Yeah, I mean, I also love Nietzsche Joe, so yeah. I feel like I and you, a
0: also a uh, laid-back camp, which is just about five girls who go camping sometimes. Cool. Is, <laughs> it, it genuinely fucking rules.
1: No, I believe. I mean. Yes, I I look at the nonsense, all the nonsense I can p- consume in my life, and I bl- totally believe that it fucking rules. <laughs> okay, this has been Anime
0: Corner. Um, yep. Anim- 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 a- Animorphs. No, yes. wait. Anime, animer, animerfs? Uh, uh
1: Yes. Um
0: This works way better on paper than it does, like, <laughs> textually.
1: <laughs> and it barely works on paper. Um... So, yes, yeah, so Jake is at the Wildlife Rehabilitation Center. Um, Cassie, uh, the, the Hork-Bajir, Toby, and this mutated Hork-Bajir, and I think some other ones, are, are there. And uh, Jake is like, what the fuck? And Cassie's like, they're doing genetic experimentation, yay! Because apparently they're trying to make fucking fish people to, to swim to the bottom of the ocean, uh, to, um, well, I guess it's not even genetic. They're just grafting gills on people, which is, like, like, so stupid.
0: <laughs> it's, yeah, the thing is, it's stupid, but, like, this image was, like, so genuinely haunting to me when I read this book a in really a really horrifying way. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah.
1: Because I was, like, I was, like, this is, it's, like, I was, like, this is peak arrogance from this or three in a oh, way 100%. that Oh, 100%. Be- In a way that would be, like, absurd and hilarious under any other circumstances. But when it has real, like, (laughs) lives at stake and like, a horrible, like, body horror sort of way. That is, like, this horcruiser cannot breathe because it has gills that didn't even work when it was underwater. Um, it's going to die. Uh, like, what the fuck? (laughs) Like, how
0: petrifying must that experience be? Um... And these kids
1: are, like, 13.
0: Remind frequent reminder that these are, like, 14, 15-year-olds.
1: Younger than that, I think. They're still in middle school. They're baby. They are absolute babies. Um, and then, yeah, Jake tries to save this hork life, and Cassie's like, no, there's nothing you can do. You're only making the situation worse. And so that's something fun he got to sleep on. Uh, they
0: reconvene. Sleep is a very, uh...
1: <laughs> well, wide-eyed in bed for the next, like five hours or whatever yeah. um, so he uh, so they all the Animorphs reconvene the next day they find out that there is a, a seafaring version of the Blade ship uh, now because the the guild hork were the first attempt to get at the Pemolite ship again um, mm-hmm. and uh, which you know that just a refresher are the Pemolites are the Species that built the chi, uh, they're dead, but they have really advanced technology on their ship that, um, uh, the animals ob- obviously don't want the yurks to get their hands on, yeah,
0: because um, that would be bad,
1: it would be very bad. Uh, so they're like, Well, we have to do something about this, yeah. Um, and they're
0: talking to Toby during this, and I keep and I like, I genuinely kept forgetting that Toby is like a character, not an affectionate nickname that everyone has for Tobias. I
1: know. <laughs> I wish, kind of. I mean, we uh, call we call Tobias Toby. Is the yeah? Thing. We do call
0: him Toby. It's fine. Uh-huh. <laughs> Real Toby is how we refer to the Hork-Bajir.
1: Yes, yes, <laughs> Toby Prime.
0: Toby Prime and Toby Fake.
1: Yes. <laughs> um. So, their plan of attack essentially, they they were like, well, we need to go into the ocean, and we don't really want to be giant octopus again because that's or giant squids again because that's creepy um the humpback whales are like a little too intelligent to deal with and dolphins can't really get that deep so we don't really want that whole situation um and so they Cassie out Pikes, i
0: was like hey there. what about swoosh
1: <laughs> yes <laughs> the funniest fucking thing, and I think I've heard of a situation similar to this before. So, Swoosh is a orca uh, at the local zoo that has been sponsored by Nike. Um, I was listening to some po- podcast. I can't remember what it was, but apparent. But I think there was like a gorilla in a zoo in California somewhere named Mugs. Gorilla make gorilla face. No, it was named Mugs because it was. I think it was sponsored by the root beer brand Mugs. <laughs> <laughs> you
0: what i was about to say why would they do that but like also the N- nike sponsored a whale like why I, I i don't know i feel like you you can't put a pitbull in on display but like i don't know i feel like they would have sponsored a pitbull or something something more on brand they have yeah. a dog mascot i
1: i think I'm, I'm only half remembering this i think i might get the name and brand wrong but i do think this ex- specific thing that's happening is based off of something that actually happened around like the the you know Southern California Zoo a- Arena.
0: <laughs> yeah,
1: um, it's it's also, but that notwithstanding, it's just it's just hilariously ridiculous. Well, sure. Well, we'll get the Nike-sponsored orca DNA. Um, mm-hmm. So they do that, uh, and then they decide to stake out around where they think the the Sea um, Blade is going to be. Um, and they're going in shifts and Jake and Marco are on a shift. And since Jake is the narrator, they find the ship. Uh, they see, they see it, a a shimmering thing in a, in a local, like empty lot. Uh, Jake notices it. While Marco is, like bragging about noticing a hot babe in a Mazda, and we're Sorry, like, okay, this, week, this
0: week, we you want to jump back to a really funny character moment, which is uh-huh. just um, uh, Jake and Marco both knowing a an uncomfortable amount about uh, uh, underwater, uh, like, 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 like you know, submarines and shit. Yeah, and we're just like, what the, f- what the, f- how the fuck do you know this? And he's just, and he's just like, Hunt for the Red October, and then Jake kind of just nods, is like, Hunt for the Red October. <laughs>
1: Oh my god, they have, like, they have, like, a, they have, like, a performatively masculine book club,
0: It feels like, it gave me, like, the exact same vibe of, like, um, you remember that commercial that was floating around Tumblr, the GameStop commercial that was floating, or EB Games that was floating around Tumblr uh, a couple of years ago? The, whoa, hey guys, welcome to EB Games. I don't. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Never mind.
1: I'm sure if I saw it again, I'd totally know what you were talking about. Yeah. Uh, But off the top of my nog, uh. No, it, it does not. Does not. Uh, uh, call, call of Duty: thing.
0: Advanced Warfare, <laughs> Xbox One.
1: Let's go. Um. So, yeah. So, um. Uh, Marco is like, "Hot babes, I'm straight," and Jake is well, like, Well, sorry, no, sorry, I'm-
0: sorry. I'm sorry that I keep interrupting. I'm sorry that I keep interrupting you. There's also another thing that we glossed over that's okay, important. Yeah, yeah.
1: No, go ahead.
0: Um, Cassie ha- is feeling vengeful. Yes. Which is wild.
1: Yeah, yeah. There's interesting It's not an emotion decisions. that we get from... Yeah, what? Wait, what? Oh, there's there's very interesting character decisions in this book, and that's definitely one of them. Yes.
0: Yes, mm-hmm. indeed.
1: Yeah, yeah. She's uh, she's full of vengeance because of, um, like...
0: She had to like... watch that Hork-Bajir die because of fucked up science.
1: Right. Um, yeah, just... Ugh, just really horrifying oh viscer three is just the worst he's like it's this is like next he's like usually campy villain arena and he Mm -hmm. actually is extremely campy villain arena later in this book um but that is like oh you're a dangerous dangerous like living thing um which is sometimes you have to confront that about the villains you like quite a bit (laughs) yeah
0: yeah uh, even even if Visitor Three does have does do one of my favorite tropes at the very end of this book, he is oh, still it's a amazing!
1: Man. It's everything I ever wanted.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> so, oh. so they they the they see the ship and immediately it takes off, and um, Jake's like, "Okay, you have to get the others. I'm gonna go follow it." And Marco's like, "Um, but how are I go- How am I gonna know where you are?" And Jake's like, "You figure it out." I i gotta we have to go it's going I have to go um and Marco's like you have 30 minutes left in your morph and Jake's like whatever man I'm going uh so he uh zooms in the direction of the 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 sea blade um and uh struggles to keep up with it pretty considerably uh, he is flying over the like he's flying in an area where there's no like updraft, so he's completely having to rely on his own like wing strength. So he wears himself out really quickly. Um, but yeah. goddamn it, is that boy determined? Uh, yeah. He gets into the water immediately, demorphs, and then remorphs into swoosh. Um, yeah,
0: which is and it's weird because we don't see we we don't get the scene of them going to the zoo and acquiring it. It's a, it's a bit of like it feels like a chapter that got like left on the cutting room floor because this is a pretty sh- this is like about 10 to 12 pages shorter than these books normally are. Like, I know there's obviously going to be variants, but, like, I don't remember one of the main series recently cutting under, like, 195.
1: Right, yeah. Like,
0: all the books are pretty solidly in the 195 to 210 range. This one's down at, like, 187, which is kind of low. And Yeah,
1: it, um... yeah, I was noticing the same thing. I was thinking about chapters. It's They're usually around uh, 27, maybe 30 chapters. This one was around 24. Um, yeah. So there was, but I think it, I think they didn't want to play around in the weeds too much because it does some really weird shit later. Mm-hmm. Um, so Definitely. you know, because it's like we don't it's we we just wanna to get to the weird shit as quickly as we possibly can. And they did. Yeah. <laughs> um, so he's like he turns into an orca, he uh, is like in the mind of the Orca, he's like killing, but also cool intelligence. Ooh, it's like a whale, but it's a little bit a little bit less daunting. Um, it's a whale that fucks. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a whale that fucks. Um, and uh, something he notices right before the other morphs uh, uh, plop on in is that so he locates the blade ship, and with his echolocation, and then suddenly it changes into like the shape of a whale, like a humpback whale, if I'm remembering correctly.
0: Um, yeah.
1: And he's like, "Whoa." um cloaking uh so because obviously you know the irks are wise to the the animorphs being able to turn into echolocating like intelligent animals that can yeah. find where their ships are if they don't but also they're not super wise that they don't immediately activate those sort of things uh don't yeah. so, you know these are smart kids i think they'd be able to figure it out uh so Basically, their plan. So the next couple chapters are really brutal. Their plan of attack is just to kind of hit it with their bodies as hard yeah. as they can, um, kinda which works. is it kind of works. But they also get shot to hell. Uh,
0: yeah, and, and they, like a couple other orcas join up with them, and one of the and like one of them gets cut in half like hot dog style.
1: Yeah, it's pretty brutal, and Jake almost dies. Which I mean, it's an Anamorph book, so of course Jake almost dies. Um, <laughs> the, you know, the narrator wonder, like, almost I dies. Like,
0: I wish at this point. I wish we had like, I wish we had gone into the series knowing how often, how many like brushes with death Jake has.
1: It's not, I think it's it's not even. I think it's, I think almost every book then that particular narrator is going to almost die. Um,
0: right, you know, but I feel like I feel like Jake gets that more often than anyone else does. Like he gets it in books where he is not the narrator a lot.
1: Yes, yes, you're totally right. <laughs> um, so he has to be rehabilitated by Rachel. He's like human, laying on top of her like, like yeah. gray back or whatever. He's like, uh, life sucks. We have to keep doing this. Yeah. Um, they eventually decide. Well, what they do is that they, they see, they dive after the, the, the ship. They're like, where did it go? They turn, they see it, like, being grabbed by these, like, humanoid-looking creatures and pulled into, like, a cave they hadn't noticed before. And they're like, well, that's weird. Uh, okay. Uh, they kind of, like, cautiously turn into hammerhead sharks. Uh, and investigate and what they end up finding is uh, the most horrifying death museum ever <laughs> um, they are confronted with so uh, they, they swim in um, Jake uh, is like well I'm gonna figure out if it's actual air it is and then there's like just battleships everywhere. everywhere um, and there they get swooped at by this fucked up looking seagull with like huge eyes and they're like, well, that's strange. <laughs> and our, at this point, I'm like, um, this is like the weirdest Animorphs has gotten without going off planet, I think.
0: Oh, 100. Uh, I I think uh, objectively, yes. But in terms of relativity, I feel like, no, never mind. Even rel- Even with relativity, like this is like. This is, like, this is something that has been on this planet for... Well, actually, no. The, I feel like the Pima Lights give it a run for the money. The Chi give it a run for the money.
1: That's true. But the Chi are like, you know, cool sci-fi. You know what I mean? It's like, cool...
0: Doesn't really upset the apple cart too much sci-fi. Right,
1: right, right. I, lo- I fucking love the Chi. I've been thinking about them a lot recently. Yeah, just, because you've
0: been trying to make <laughs> them fucking Mob Psycho 100 Animorphs AU.
1: Maybe I have. Maybe I have.
0: Can, will you please talk about it at length? Because I finally finished season two and I, and I will understand what you're saying now. Please just okay. give me like two minutes of it.
1: Okay. So basically, um, so uh, Dimple's a Yerk and he's lay He wants to do a treason. So he's like, I'm going to, then he gets, because he gets demoted and he's like in Reagan's brain and that's a whole thing. And then the Animorphs are Mob tome Subomi uh, uh, Ritsu and Sho, and Ritsu is a black cat and offlet, and then Serizawa is a chi, and there's like plot things that I kind of have figured out, but that's basically where I'm at in so far as like character roles. Oh, and obviously Toichiro is like a uh, high ranking visitor or whatever, um, which uh, complicates things, especially in relation to show. Anyway, who's um, um,
0: oh my god, I'm completely blanking on his name Bl- uh, Blonde Boy. Uh, Taro? Taro,
1: Taro's there. Oh yeah, he's the Andalite. He's the andelite. Of course he is. He, just, he must be the andelite. Oh my god. Uh, his
0: species, his species. Instead of like the eyes, like Axe has, his species just has big hair. <laughs> like that tall hair that he has in season one is just like diagenic.
1: Oh my god. Uh... Um, so, if anyone doesn't watch Mob Psycho 100, I hope you enjoyed that anyway.
0: Uh, <laughs> if, you, if anyone here doesn't watch Mob Psycho 100, I, I'd recommend at least giving it a shot.
1: Especially if you good. like Animorphs. <laughs>
0: right? <laughs> Kids in peril. Like, what? <laughs> Not exactly. I would say they bleed I feel pretty like, often. I feel like Mob is dead. Way more overpowered compared to any of the forces against him than the animors are.
1: Okay, that's true. But do you remember Shimazaki's fight with Teru? And where's where Shimazaki was like slamming his head, Teru's head into like fucking car doors and like shit, and like totally brutalizing this fourteen-year-old child.
0: He had a psychic barrier going on. It's fine.
1: Well, okay. So uh, psych- what, what did you say?
0: What did you say Shimazaki's thing was again? By the way
1: teleportation, and also he's, like, blind. No, 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 I'm no, like, no, like
0: in, the, in the AU.
1: Oh, he's also a, a human controller.
0: Okay, sure, that's what I thought. Yeah, because he's
1: evil, whatever. Um... Yeah. <laughs> I like Shimazaki and Minagishi a lot. Um... Anyway, so, they are in uh, War Death Museum. They, like, see all these ships. They start to wander around inside of them. Like, they're, like, all human military ships, you know? Earth military ships, I guess. Yeah, human, Earth, whatever. Um, It's not like animals have military ships. Exactly. Uh, Mm -hmm. So, and then they walk inside, like, a a Japanese ship, I think, and they see the entire crew sitting forward and, like, are stuffed corpses, which is a little impressive because it's really hard to preserve human skin like that. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Unless they look... I mean, they must be—they must look dead, you know. Well, they're obviously not reacting to anything. Um, probably, I mean,
0: probably about as dead as like an amateur taxidermist's like animals would look.
1: Well, the thing is, is that human skin like turns bad quickly.
0: Yeah, um, point.
1: Like it's it's it's. I think it's just made out of something that's a little bit less durable than like animals, other animals' skin. That like. Yeah, just that's true. You take, can't. You
0: can't. You can't make like a hide like. You can't, like, craft, like, you can't, like, open up Skyrim and, like, craft a hide helmet out of, like, you know, the, the skins of the enemies you have slain.
1: I mean, you can, but it's not going to be super durable. <laughs> I mean, if anything, Ed Gein proved that you can do anything you want with human skin.
0: Um... <laughs> I feel like that's a quote for, like, either, like, travel back in time and make that your high school graduation quote or, like, your tombstone quote.
1: Oh, my God. Yeah, I just want it tattooed on my ass. Absolutely.
0: <laughs> you can do anything you want with human skin, including, get, including getting this tattoo. Yes. <laughs> make it a self-referent. Make it like a meta texture. Make it like a meta tattoo.
1: Right, right. Exactly. Um, so they're, like, a little freaked out. Um, and then they're, like, they turn into owls. And then, then so they let's abscond in, into a different direction. They come across what is basically fucking the city of Atlantis. Yeah, um,
0: it's it's literally Atlantis.
1: Uh, and they're like, okay, it's full of like military mem- like, uh, not memorabilia so much as just like accoutrement. Uh, like a
0: lot of warships and warplanes, basically.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, and they're they're like, um, okay, and then they get owl mapped. Well, first of all, they see Hork-Bajir being taken away, but they don't see or three anywhere. So mm. they're like, well, this it must be what happened to them um okay they notice the inhabitants look like humans but they're blue they have gills gigantic eyes um and they're all wearing roman togas so it's literally atlantis which is interesting because i was um kind of thinking about atlantis and Atl- atlantean conspiracy theory today because i'm a normal person um and it, it was basically just like a thought experiment proposed by plato like what if there had been the civilization that sunk um and that was it and then everyone went crazy about it but i guess this was a civilization that sunk um and we'll explain the uh, the finer details of it when we get there uh but they get owlnapped by them basically um they demorph i think or they're already out of morph something they get kidnapped they de-morph,
0: they demorph. They demorph in like a sentence, and then they get kidnapped. Yeah, right. And then right. Jake's like, "Wait, don't fucking fight them,"
1: because we we must progress the plot. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, he had deeper reasons than that, but it's like also like, well, we've created this entire city. You guys should at least walk around inside of it a little bit. Um, so uh, they they get dragged to the throne room, and Marco's all impressed about the red leather—not red leather, red velvet—like like carpet. Um and uh they are introduced to the Queen. Queen Soko of the what's the species name? Do you uh, remember?
0: Oh, I had it written down. It was like Secor Nartek. Nartek,
1: Nartec, hmm
0: Queen Soko uh, of the Nartek. Yes. And um before before we learned their na- before we learn what they're actually called, Rachel calls them Bee Gees and everyone's like, What the fuck are you talking about? And she's like, Bluegills. Bee Gees And Tobias is like Wasn't that a
1: band? (laughs) I feel like that's such a Marco thing to say, which I think intones... I mean,
0: Tobias has been getting more of those lately, though. And Tobias gets, like... Tobias's pop culture references are definitely more dated than Marcos', and I think that's really like, ca- I oh, think that's like
1: so charming. I, I think I that's it. like
0: I think that's like very very good character design because it like is. Tobias came from an extremely poor family. There was no way he could afford to like go to the latest movies, like buy the freshest stuff off the shelves. Like he was having to get like the stuff that was like you know stuff that was playing on TV, like stuff that hit was like handed down from his old family, stuff that he kind of like bought at a really discount price. And Marco is just like on like that. He's just like the oh hey I'm throwing out like pop culture references. I'm Three months ago. I just saw Avengers Endgame. (laughs) And moreover,
1: Tobias is just like very old soul feeling. I mean, I feel like.
0: And also he probably hasn't experienced much pop culture ever since he became a bird forever.
1: (laughs) Yes. I I just have to assume that he probably just has a preference to the older stuff uh, because of like an artistic sense of like um, sorrowful. uh, uh, I don't know.
0: Yeah, I, I get what I get what you're I get what you're going for with this.
1: Yeah, yeah, he has depression.
0: Um. Oh, one hundred percent. I mean, to be fair, who among these children does not?
1: Well, they all develop depression. Tobias is Tobias had it to start with. <laughs> um, maybe with exception. Tobias,
0: <laughs> Tobias no. is like one of those people who's like who's like. The see, see, seasonal affective depression doesn't get to me because it, it's like the seasonal affective depression. I actually kind of like it because it puts everyone else on my playing field. And then he's like double depressed in the winter. And he's like, oh right,
1: right, right. Like that's uh, literally
0: me. I'm projecting a little bit with that, but like oh every ye- every year I'm like, oh, seasonal affective disorder is happening coming coming up sometime soon. Uh, but I guess uh, lucky I don't have, lucky I am not impacted by that because I already have depression, and then it hits twice, and I'm like, oh that's right, it can double up. <laughs> It can stack.
1: Oh my god, it's so crazy! Yeah, <laughs> double depression is like a thing, and it's like insane. The it human is. brains are like barely fun. Human brains is as like a, a, a- It's just a. You've just got like this floating mound of human fat in your in your skull that just barely functions. And yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is Here a miracle by
0: which we are able to record this dumb dumb podcast.
1: Yeah, totally. Um... <laughs> I think I heard recently that it's less electricity than would be capable of powering a light bulb is what keeps our horrible meat bodies alive. Um, Jesus.
0: So wait, do you saying if I swap my brain out for a light bulb, I'm gonna like I'm gonna like go from like using fifteen percent of my brain to using twenty?
1: No, you'll probably electrocute yourself and die. It's <laughs> probably what would happen. Hey,
0: what sacrifices to be made in the in the way in the name of science? I don't. Well, I don't know about that one. <laughs>
1: It is raining so intensely right now. Is it? Yes. It's probably going to thunder and it's probably going to pick up on the audio. So I hope everyone at home enjoys that. Um.
0: It's, I can't tell if there's like, it sounds kind of like thunder outside where I am, but also kind of sounds like like a big flag flapping in the wind. We're not due for rain tonight. <laughs> so it's probably just a big flag.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, which is uh, serene in its own way. Uh-huh. Um, God bless America Anyway uh, So They So queen, so they, they're they invited to a feast uh, Queen Soko is all like Let me tell you the story of our people And um, uh, Jake is being a very polite diplomat And being like Oh yes Queen Soko Please do go on Don't fucking kill us and stuff us Like I've seen you do other humans essentially Um uh-huh. And she explains how it's it's a very mythalized myth, mythologized version of their history, how they sunk to the city but were blessed by the gods, more or less. Um, and they they have this name for this glowing thing above their city um, that's like giving them life or whatever. Uh, it's like you know sun myth, mythology essentially. But uh, Axe is all like, you know, without doing concrete studies on it and looking how um these people just are i would have to assume that that light source that they're so precious about probably just radiation and these guys are all just slowly irradiate (laughs) irradiate, getting like mutating through radiation essentially yeah
0: mutating through radiation and also uh verbatim like excessive inbreeding
1: Mm -hmm. um
0: not excessive. I think extensive is more the word I was going for. Because... Totally,
1: totally. Um, <laughs> they're in a closed system, for sure. You do not get a lot of genetic diversity. Um yeah. So uh, Queen Soko basically softly threatens them, uh-huh. uh, especially when uh, uh, Rachel clocks that, oh, you're going to kill and stuff us because that's what you do to humans. Um, and she's like, yeah, uh, little old me, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and um so they're like well i guess we get a tour of the city they get to check out a library where they do learn about the the, the extensive inbreeding and how they would like the some of the people who would come down they would like breed with them to get some d- genetic diversity yep. uh, but that is, that's been happening less and less just because of how like military warfare has been changing Yeah. Um, Chips are more reliable I wonder I wonder,
0: I wonder if there was, like, a very confused point where they, like, there was, like, a freshly downed fighter jet and they, like, pop open the cockpit and just, like, a bunch of wires fall out. Right. And they're right. just really, and they're just, like, really sad.
1: Yeah. Well, I can't fuck this. Jeez. Um, I mean, you
0: could if you're not a coward. But
1: <laughs> Well, it's <laughs> another really good way to get electrocuted.
0: Um, <laughs> hey, listen. <laughs> everything in the pursuit of science, right?
1: I guess. You know what? <laughs> I'm gonna give it to the you on this one. You never know. Right. Take,
0: you to never know me. until you fuck it, basically. Two on uh, me. <laughs> Put a light bulb um, in your brain and stick your dick in some wires.
1: <laughs> but the thing is that planes crash in the ocean, fucking all the time. So, like, just like passenger jets, and they they literally like these these uh, uh cre- like these these the civilization literally swims out like leagues and like, like miles and miles out into the ocean to like get down ships. Cause they can like detect that shit. Um, so I don't see why it's not like we have any like, like, I mean
0: the thing is, the thing is that like, they gotta be like pretty quick on the draw for anyone. They're going to try and breed with like those, those ships have to crash down like near, near them.
1: That's true. That's true.
0: Like you're Um, not going to, like you're not going to like, you're not going to get anything fuckable out of a Boeing 747 that crashed five miles out. It's
1: fair, um, unless they're speedy little fuckers.
0: You have to be really speedy. <laughs> how fast can you? How fast can you move a? How fast can you move a plane? <laughs> uh,
1: so the other thing they do is they they've been harvesting DNA. Human yeah, DNA. Human DNA, and um, they're not super good at it. Uh, yeah,
0: because they're like we we kill people and we extract their DNA and Rachel pipes up and was like you can you don't have to kill people to extract the DNA. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Actually, it's like not that complicated to extract DNA. Um, well, it is. I couldn't do I just, it. Like,
0: every time like DNA is mentioned in in like animorphs, I just always think of like that Homestar Runner thing of like the running joke of the DNA evidence and it's just like a, a vial of Uh, she's like a vial of green
1: oh sure like
0: a a green liquid vial
1: right you know the color of DNA (laughs) Just, just a vial full of DNA so they're like so the the, the dude giving them a tour uh, Naka is like alright and here's our hospital and everyone's like red flag red flag red flag oh we should mention Tobias isn't here right now He's yeah, he, else. they
0: couldn't find him.
1: And um, so they're, yeah, red flags all over the place. And they're, Jake's like, you know, I don't like hospitals a whole ton. So I think we're going to take a pass. And then they get basically just like ambushed by a bunch of them. I don't know. It's like strange because they're all humans at this time. So it's not like they could put up a huge fight. I mean, um, Jake's a big guy. I think he might be able to bowl over human man if he wanted to. Um, if he really took a running start, Mm -hmm. uh, but, uh, he's like, oh, drat, I forgot they're amphibious, so they can attack us, but I don't know. Um, anyway, they, 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 they knock him out, they, uh, strap him, he wakes up in the hospital, strapped to a table, they get explained how they're gonna, like, suck out their guts and then stuff them and, you know, extract DNA, he's like, yay, fun, love that. Um, and they also, like, develop this drug that's, like, you'll be fine. You won't feel things super placating, whatever. And he's, like, cool. Uh, so there's, that whole thing happens. And it is just as horrifying as the shit we talked about earlier. Um, but, like, on a personal level, it's, like, oh, man. Like, literally, like, about to be, like, gutted and killed and, like, can't do anything about it. Until Axe is, like, or Tobias, I think. Axe, uh, both of them, are basically like, hello.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, no, Tob- Tobias is like, hello. And then they let Axe out of his, like, cage. And yeah. he's just like, he's, he's, really, just like he's really mad about it in a super and light way because he's like, I guess my DNA wasn't good enough for them. Um, there's also a really funny moment either, earlier where Queen uh, Soko refers to Axe as one of their pets and he gets really mad and then she says that he is a magnificent creature and he kind of like softens a little bit.
1: I, oh yeah, I totally forgot about that. It, oh, actually, we have a really, a lot of good Axe details in this book. My other So favorite many thing, good Axe details. My other favorite thing, it's not anything Axe does particularly, but Jake is like, I heard Axe clopping delicately in the background, so, you know. Or something to that effect. Yeah. Uh, and I was like, aw, he's a delicate clopper. <laughs> um, I just love his tiny stupid hooves so much. So much. Um, so, yeah. So they're like, all right, let's um, let's fucking skedaddle. This sucks. This sucks on ice. We need to get out of here. Um, so they go to the sea blade uh they had already talked earlier about how yeah there's a really significant chance that Vister 3 is in a morph on the ship still and that's why we didn't see him earlier um but mm. that I mean there's no, like nothing we can do about that so we just kind of have to roll with them punches um they get into a fight with the narcan on the ship um uh marco gets a sword in his chest
0: yeah marco just fucking gets a sword in the belly <laughs>
1: Yeah, um, that's fun. They're not Tummy doing. Tummy
0: sword. Ri-
1: <laughs> they're not doing. I mean, they're doing. They've done worse, but. Oh, absolutely!
0: Remember that time like a, that? Uh, remember that time that Jake like was reduced to just like a pile of like fly guts?
1: I think about that almost all the time. I was literally thinking about that earlier this episode. Um, <laughs> yeah, it sucks.
0: <laughs> Me too, because we were talking about all the time that Jake has almost died.
1: Right. Exactly, and I was like. Yeah, and then there's that one time that specifically sticks out to me as uniquely horrifying. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) So, so they're they're like they're definitely stronger. Everyone's in battle morphs. They're definitely stronger than the Narcan, but they are um, outnumbered in a way that's making this an uncomfortable fight. And also, Ax is having a lot of troubles getting the ship to take off because there's codes he doesn't have. Um, he's, I think he's figuring he can probably just brute force his way through it, um, until Visser 3 shows up and, uh, in a, in a morph, do you remember the species name of this particular morph? It's like, it's not Lumiere, but it's something it's to like that effect. It's like Luminar
0: or something. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um. I'm going to dig
0: for it now because that's going to bother me.
1: Yeah. Do you remember what it's supposed to look like?
0: I'm going to find the description of it. Okay. Cool,
1: cool, 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 cool. All I know is that it lights shit on fire.
0: Oh, yeah, it fucking a lot. obliterates them. Yeah, it yeah. was Luminar. Hell yeah. Mm hmm. Uh, two, two short arms and two stubby legs protruding from a bulbous body. Sausage like fingers, a wide smile crackling with electricity.
1: Yep. yep. Um, and then it can, like. It's a beast
0: back. from the moon of the planet Slegab 5.
1: These planets must have really big fucking moons to have atmospheres. Right? Uh, yeah. I always think about that, because I'm like, like, Earth has a really big moon for our planet size, um, and that doesn't have an, like, not doesn't have, like, a significant atmosphere. Obviously it has gravity, but it doesn't have, like, atmosphere. Um, but, I mean, these must be really big planets with really, really big moons. Uh, so, <laughs> I don't know. That's fine. It's, you know what, it's sci-fi, and uh, I'm sure it, it, the universe is vast uh infinitely so one might even seem say um so he like fire blasts like sunbeams all of these uh narcan um and like it just like shoots them out and he's like all right Andalites, let's get out of here and they're like are we gonna collaborate with you you're like a really dangerous person and we could just like like kick you out and like figure out how to launch this thing on their own On our own. And Visser 3 is all like, well, I don't think you could is the thing. Because we're, like, super good at coding, code-breaking. And he's, like, Uh talking down to Axe, like, hey, Anilay, how well are you doing on that whole little boop, 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 code-breaking thing? And Axe is all like, none of your business about the whole thing. And Jake eventually relents, you know? He's like, "Yeah, well... I guess we just kind of have to, you know. Yeah,
0: and what like this is one of my favorite tropes. This is like the favorite trope I was ref- alluding yes. to earlier, which is like totally. the two, the the bad guy and the good guys having to like work together to just like escape a dire situation because them like them just dying there is bad for the both of them.
1: Yes, it's I love I absolutely love this shit too because it's it, it I love it because of, for the same reason I love a lot of different like plot tropes it definitely shows this like the weakness and the harsh dichotomy between what good and evil is and how one will drop their alliances in order for their own self-preservation depending Mm -hmm. and then quickly you know as soon as it's also
0: it's also like a a really interesting like thing about how egotistical visor three is because like Mm -hmm. visor one given this opportunity i think
1: uh, maybe not you think she would self-sacrifice
0: I, I think she might self-sacrifice because, like, the thing is that if Vizzer 3 does not get out of this, neither do the Andalites. Or neither right, do the, exactly. what he sees, the Andalite bandits. Right. And, like, oh, my God, oh yeah, it's just so tot- good.
1: Oh, I, I mean, you're so right, and I sort of thought about it, but not to that degree. You're totally right. Like, he could have just, by sacrificing himself,
0: um... Like, just total- just ensured the takeover of the Earth, basically.
1: Wiped out the o- Basically, the only threat... To yeah. the, the year invasion of Earth,
0: but um, it's basically like I—he wants to be around to see it,
1: right? he, and, he yeah, needs
0: to be around to see it. We stand a messy bitch.
1: Literally, he's—he does. I. What I love about him so much is that he kind of doesn't really even give a shit about the York Empire. He gives a shit no, about his own status wants, as a person. Exactly. A, yep, yep, yep.
0: yep. Yep. Yep.
1: Yes. It's—it's uh, it's really fun. Um, it, it makes me think that he is going to maybe like, betray the York Empire for his own gain, his own gain in power, which will definitely be really exciting, and then totally sabotage everything, and it'll be super fucked up, and uh, ex- I don't know. This is just my, this is just my fan fiction I'm writing verbally
0: right now. <laughs> cool. Um, there's a really good moment where Jake is, like, playing the part of an Andalite really well, where he, like, has Marco, like, go and prep for some shit where it's, like, hey, we're gonna go fucking, we're gonna fuck some shit up and, le- and just, like, get the fuck out of here because the Visser is absolutely gonna, like, this is gonna, the longer we're here, the worse it is.
1: Uh-huh.
0: Um, and so, uh, Marco, like, saunters off, uh, and uh, Viscera 3 is, like, where is that one going? And Jake, Jake is, like... He is going to remove a sword from his stomach and does not want to scream in the presence of a Yerk visser.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. which is
0: just like a perfectly—it's a good light thing to say.
1: It is, it is, and you know what? Visser Three doesn't even stick his nose up at it. He's like, "Yep, sure, that makes sense Spe- to me."
0: Speaking of playing a role, by the way, um, when one of the like ships that they see earlier is uh, like one of the like the ships that has been repurposed as like a, a home or apartment building or whatever, has like a really sexy lady on the figurehead. Mm-hmm. Um, and, um, Marco just, like, audible, just, like, out loud is, like, are there any rooms in that place? Which is just, like, that is the most performative heterosexuality I've ever seen in my life. Because it's just, like, loudly informing everyone in the room that you want to stay in a building that is emblazoned by a thing with titties.
1: I know. It's so funny. He's so funny. And, like, I love him. oh, hon. Because it's, it's so different, I think. I... It, Witnessing Jake's attraction to women versus Marco's, you mm-hmm. know, I don't think Jake is a holy straight man himself. But no, Jake, obviously...
0: Jake. Jake is one hundred percent like bisexual. I'm, like, right, I'm right. like certain of it. Like, I, I was kind of skeptical of it at first because of like his like in my head, like the interactions that he had with Marco and Axe stuck out way more than anything that ever happened with Cassie. And so, like my like over the over like the ten fifteen years it's been since I really read these books, I just kind of like compartmentalized that as. The Cassie stuff was just forced for heterosexuality reasons. Marco and Axe were the true ships, but like Jake and Cassie, like are good together also.
1: Yeah, it, it's like I definitely it, like think it makes
0: that... sense. Jake, right. Jake and Cassie are both bisexual.
1: <laughs> well, I think Cassie is just up and down gay, but
0: you think she just you think she's just out lesbian?
1: I do. I think, but I think. She really, really respects and gives a shit and like genuinely feels safe around Jake. And so she's like, this is yeah. fine. Yeah, <laughs> I,
0: I, 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 it's like, it's like that thing of like, you, you know, you, 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 you think you might be gay, but you're like, oh no, I can like see myself in a relationship with this one person. And like, yeah, yeah, like, you know.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I mean, she definitely considers, obviously she considers Jake one of her best friends and someone mm-hmm. she trusts implicitly, but I also think she just prefers girls.
0: <laughs> oh, absolutely, 100%. This, this, that relationship does not last more than six months from now. Like, it's a good relationship that I like, and I, I, I like definitely buy Jake being into this more than I buy Cassie at this point. For sure. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ugh,
1: they're good. It's all good characters, though. It's interesting. They're such
0: them. good. The thing is that they are good characters.
1: I love all of their dynamics so much. Um. Yeah. So, basically, um, they uh just eject Visser Three overboard, essentially, while yeah. he's like spitting fire.
0: And um, some torpedo and some torpedoes fucking explode the ship, and like Visser Three turns into a squid and swims away, and that's the end.
1: Yeah. Well, there's a- the- more stuff, but. Well, not that much more. There's a little
0: bit more stuff because there's like some war, there's some war as hell stuff. Um, it's at this point that I noticed that like the whole Cassie vengeance thing kind of went untouched.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Which is
0: weird. Like th- that's that was like it was seated very early on and then it was like brought up again later. Like there's like a line that Cassie says and Jake's like, damn, she's really hell bent on revenge. Yeah. And then I, wasn't really I touched think that on. I didn't.
1: Yeah, I, I think that's why I didn't really remember it too much until you brought it up again at the beginning of this episode. Because, so, it, yeah, it never came to fruition. I mean, certainly there was a lot. Of, I think it's just because of the weirdness of this particular definitely,
0: book. definitely it was
1: it was difficult. Like adding to... a,
0: adding a Cassie reckoning with revenge plot on top of all this, I feel like may have been a little bit too many cooks in the kitchen.
1: Definitely, um, um, I, think, I do. Yeah, I, I, think...
0: I do hope we get to see like that bear fruit later, though, because yes. Like, I, the thing that I, you know, the, it's the Mob Psycho 100 thing. Like, what will bring your pacifist character to raise a, to, like, raise a hand? And, like, Cassie is not, Cassie is obviously not, like, a true pacifist, but, like, everything she does is in self, pretty much everything she does is in self-defense or in defense of mankind, and that, like, her drive on this was was strictly revenge-driven.
1: Right, totally. Um, I, she, like, I think Cassie is the type of character to really simmer, you know? Yes. She likes to sit in her resentment for a while before she acts on it. She's yeah. not. She doesn't have the impulsivity of and like then Rachel, Rachel. And then Rachel just
0: saunters exactly. over her and is like, don't you hate being nice? Don't you just want to go ape shit?
1: Right. No, totally. <laughs> um, uh, revenge is very much a dish that's served cold for Cassie. I, I, yes. I, I must think uh, so. Um, what an interesting book, though. Yeah, uh, there's also a, well,
0: there's a really good Rachel moment at the very end oh, yes. where where Rachel is like so- talking like she wants to come back there at the once the war is over, and she specifically says it's because she wants to bury the dead. Mm-hmm. It's good.
1: It is good. It's interesting. Um, I the the
0: the, the, the line is like uh, because um with regarding the uh the the, the nartech rachel's like uh you know what we win this war someday get rid of the yearks and everything comes out and all we need to go back show people what's down there get busy start a whole new war cassie asked no not to fight rachel said softly to barry mm-hmm. and that was a really good rachel line to me
1: it's super interesting um i feel like they it, the way this book can like these books handle death is very um immediate you know, like it's mm-hmm. like, well, we can't really deal with this right now. You know, yeah. we we or we have to deal with it right, right, right now because we won't have time to deal with it later. So yeah, and I mean that's a, that's
0: like a, that's like a running. I feel like that's almost like a theme of these books, just like totally. The, the,
1: so the, so the idea the
0: procrastination of dealing with death.
1: Yeah. So the the the, the want for a conclusion and ceremony. I think um speaks a lot about the kind of circumstances they've been in it is It is definitely a desire for a, a sort of normalcy you know because
0: definitely.
1: I mean however you, like we feel about uh, you know the way we treat dead bodies these days um it, it definitely like the ceremony I think is 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 very culturally and like psychologically important to humans as just this is the step you take that makes death normal and okay, you know. Uh-huh. Uh, which I definitely think is... The, I mean, it's, it's saying goodbye, but I think it's like, okay, so we're doing what we need to do. These people have died. We need to do what we have to do in order to fucking cope with the fact that I just saw so many dead bodies today, you know? Yeah. Um, so it's interesting. Uh, I, I, really like, I really like the subtle philosophies. Even, even if they're, they, there's complex, there's layers to the philosophies in these books. It's, it's very interesting to me. Um, uh-huh. Uh, would you like to get to some questions?
0: Yes. Uh, so this question from a Twitter user at What is Cosplay who wants to ask, remember the time in Yu-Gi-Oh when Yami Yugi used the seal of Kalkos and lost the duel? Do you remember that?
1: I never watched Yu-Gi-Oh!, did you?
0: You know, I did, but I that doesn't that rings a bell, but like I'd have to watch the scene to remember exactly what happened.
1: The thing uh, is our but, resident Yu-Gi-Oh fan is just not here today. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Wait, is Seda like a huge Yu-Gi-Oh
1: fan? I wouldn't say huge, but they definitely uh grew up watching it pretty closely and I, I might be putting them on blast a little bit too much I remember them telling me about Yu-Gi-Oh fan fiction they had written when they were in middle school
0: so. you cannot put them on blast like that when they're not here to, well Santa's editing so hi Seda hi just saying hello from this chunk you almost certainly cut <laughs> I'm excited to see I'm excited to see the DMs in the group chat when Seda's like I cannot fucking believe you brought that up <laughs>
1: I might totally be misremembering and mischaracterizing Seda. but in any case, continue <laughs> with the question.
0: <laughs> um, so, uh, I, based on the based on the context, I'm assuming it was like Yami lost the duel, and then like as his soul was getting about to get taken away, actual Yugi jumped in front of the bullet basically, and had sure. his soul stolen. Because the question mm-hmm. is, which animorph would do that, and which other one would have their soul captured because of it? I think Rachel would play the card, and Cassie would die would take the bullet for her.
1: Oh, true romance. That's romance, yeah. baby. <laughs>
0: Uh, Also, what's the best fake Atlantis? Atlanta? Florida?
1: Australia.
0: Australia. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
1: I wouldn't say that. I, I say that because I followed someone forever ago, or maybe it was just a popular post on Tumblr, where they were like, I don't know why people, I mean, like, don't believe in Australia. Like, it could be there, you guys. Like, you just don't know. And they were like, everyone was like, what the fuck are you talking about? He's like, at <laughs> <Not necessarily. laughs> um, I yeah, met Atlantis, not his
0: Yeah, I'm agreeing with you on that. Is, uh, uh, also, uh, at Heavenly Evan wants to know, is that shit fucked up or what? Yeah. Yep. <laughs>
1: shit's yeah. Yeah.
0: Everybody knows shit's fucked.
1: Especially when you are.
0: Oh my god. Um. Have you you've seen Paprika, right? Yes. Um. Someone pointed out to me an extremely cursed thought the other day, which is that. Um, I think I
1: know exactly what you're gonna say, and it's driving me crazy before you even say it. But continue.
0: <laughs> is it that the parade song by Susumu Hirasawa, which is the main theme for uh, uh, Paprika, is all is like the exact same tune as everybody knows shit's fuck?
1: Yes, it's exactly that. <laughs> oh no, where's the? Can someone do a mashup? Yeah. If the or if one has already been created, please um spam us all it I do not think
0: I do not think there is enough there is enough of a Venn diagram of people who know everybody knows shit fuck and paprika to make that to have that already exist. But if someone wants to make that please.
1: Do we know people who do mashups? I wish we knew people do we? Oh jeez. Someone get and you'll see Siri on the phone.
0: I was gonna say Demi Adujaybe Aduja Oh yeah
1: that too yeah.
0: Yeah uh. you went old school I went new
1: <laughs> new wave shit. Alright
0: yeah.
1: Um, all right. Well, this has been this, this week's been episode the of The Wonder Yerks. Um, Thank you all for listening. Um, I'm going to do our social media while you pull up the patrons. Uh, yeah. Uh, you can find... Uh, like a well-oiled the, the,
0: machine at this point.
1: You can find the podcast online uh, at The Wonder Yerks on Twitter. Uh, we're on Apple and... I, like every place that you can get an RSS feed, basically for podcasts, we're there. Um, uh, if you want to find this beautiful, lovely host online, you can find me at Blair Kitch on Twitter, basically. Um, and if you want to find Sarah on the internet, you can find her at Sunhat which is S U N H A T Z H. E-N-Y-A on Twitter nice did I I do a good job (laughs) you did a good job
0: Um, Um, and thank you very much to our patrons did you plug the patron already sorry I wasn't paying attention oh yeah
1: you can support the show and our sister podcast Fear Baiting uh, at patreon.com forward slash fearbaiting. Uh, $5 and up donors get their names read on the show and our beautiful patrons
0: are Michael Kaiser Paul Moran Kit Spindler Paul Bechtel and Ducky Aisha we love you
1: Thank you so much. Um, you can also find Sarah elsewhere on Henry Kissinger's Pokemon Going to Die, which is a yeah. leftism podcast that she does.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm also, <laughs> uh, 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 oh my God, I am fucking dumb as hell. Uh, I w- what's what's Twitch?
1: I'm trying to remember for you what you're trying to plug. <laughs> uh,
0: I'm not trying to plug either. Um, uh, I was trying to plug fucking the podcast that I'm going to be on next week. Oh. Uh, uh, Podcasting is forbidden in the cloud recesses, um, which is a new yes. which is a new podcast on Noise Space. It's uh, friend of the friend of the show friends of the show and previous guests uh, Fallon and Roy yes. do a podcast called Podcasting Forbidden in the Cloud Recesses and it is about the uh, the Chinese television show uh, Ma Dao M- uh, Zushi, uh, which translates literally to Grandmaster of Demonic Cultivation, and it's about like fucking like. I don't really know, but it's cool. i <laughs> You're, cool. you're
1: going to be t- talking about it soon.
0: <laughs> I have to watch an episode, so like that'll probably get me up to speed.
1: <laughs>
0: but Podcasting is Forbidden is a really good podcast.
1: Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Fabulous. Yes, and th- thank you, as always, to our beautiful, fabulous um, uh, uh, podcast ne- ne- uh, network, uh, Noise Space. You can find the other shows there at uh, noisespace.xyz on the internet. Uh, yep. Thank you to Matt GameCube
0: and uh, mm-hmm. thank you to thank you to Seda for editing this. Yes.
1: Thank you to Seda for our lives. <laughs>
0: yeah, thank you. Yeah. Family, we love Seda here.
1: <laughs> no wonder you love Seda. Um yeah. uh, but until the next couple weeks when we will see you again with book 37. God, uh, we are have... getting there. We have we are super getting there. <laughs> it's a little That's daunting. Scary. Isn't it? <laughs> I I I have been
0: Blair. I continue to be Sarah. Uh, And remember... Keep your hand on the Escapil device.